0: an incredible third annual peace stone invitation at Lower Bobs. I'm Schmitty, and this is Talking Schmitt. Today on the program, I can't fucking believe it, but it's true, kids. We got Danny Sargent. Listen, I'm coming off a pretty huge weekend. I just want to point out that it was my dad's birthday last week. Friday it was opening day at the ballpark. I got myself a new lid. Go Giants. Saturday was the P-Stone Invitational. Fucking couldn't ask for a better day. Great weather. Insane skateboarding. Not No problems that I saw. Um, and just Grant Taylor, Ashadware, Pedro Barros, repeat Rombo, Ronnie Sandoval with his second win in a row. Shit went off. I think Friday there should be a nice edit on the Thrasher site for y'all to view. And then Sunday was... Uh... Actually, let me tell you about Sunday. Sunday I interviewed Paul Schmidt, who will be on the program next week. Is that, is that real? That along with my everyday work schedule and hanging out with my wife and my doggie. It's been a pretty action packed week, full of optimism here. Hope you are as well. Anyhow, 420 is coming up. Not only is that Figgy's birthday, shout out, but it's my pick for this year's Skater of the Year, Tristan Funkhauser, shout out, who is dropping a part on the Thrasher site. And we will all get to see the front side of Ollie at China Banks over the big bench and much more. I haven't looked forward to something like this in skateboarding since I looked forward to the P-Stone Invitational. So make of that what you will. Baseball is here and with it comes some buttons, handcrafted by Brian Sieber, art created by Christian Cooper. And it's an homage to the candlestick era. When you attended an extra inning game, it was so cold out there that they gave you a pin that said, Croy de Candlestick, with Latin words on it, meaning I came, I saw, I conquered. Well, we tweaked a little, and since we burn it at both ends, we put Candle Schmidt with the Latin words meaning I came, I listened, and I learned. I have two eighth-grade diplomas. They're up for sale at Talkinschmidt.com forward slash shop. Get yours while supplies last. Couple shout outs before we start. Joel Shaw, shout out. Dalton Jones, shout out. Corey Obenor, are shout you kidding out. me? Please don't do that again. You are too gracious. Big love. Keep saying it till I pronounce it right. Drum roll, please. Jamin Osei, shout out. And now for YouTube viewers only. A congratulatory little edit made by Chris Gregson for this year's women's winner at Lower Bob's. Friend of the show, she loves tacos. This is Mammy. Konnichiwa.
1: Head on down to your local shop. Ask Mud Wizard skateboards, or visit mudwizard.com. Tickety
2: tack.
3: Yeah. Hello, this is Danny Sargent, and I'm happy to be here with
4: Talking Smith. Holy cannoli! It's cool.
2: Like tonight is the night.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, big dogs in. Do we really want to be here? No, Everything's changed.
2: We on?
5: Talking Schmidt.
2: Talking Schmidt, Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come out different.
5: <laughs> shit my pants, man. Yeah, rolodex is fucking deep. Holy shit! It's not right. the one, the one, the one. Who is this guy? He thinks he's tough shit.
3: What's up? Come on, Schmitty, What the fuck? Tell the skateboard police to come get me. What is happening?
5: I'm here for Greg Yeah.
3: Hey,
0: everybody. How you doing? And I'm kind of giddy. I got to admit it. I got Danny Sargent with me today and uh, super stoked to catch up with him and bring his uh, stories to y'all. So here we go. Let's see what we can do. What's up, Danny?
3: Well, um, as you can see outside, it's getting a little nicer, but I don't know if you guys can see outside. The snow's melting. Can you see that?
0: Oh yeah. Is this, where are we at here? St. Paul? Minneapolis,
3: no. Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: Minneapolis. Okay.
3: Yeah. I've been here since 2014.
0: Whew, what's the coldest it's that you've been?
3: Yeah. It's crazy. Cause, the, uh,
0: negative 20.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like the winters last from October to like May, April, May. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. And, um, it's beautiful in the summertime and stuff. Like, I came out here because we were having my daughter, me and her mom, and she was finishing school, getting her master's. And um, so now my daughter's seven years old. Woo! We've been here since 2014. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> First grade. Uh, how's it similar to you? Were, were you born in the Northwest, right? <laughs> i was
3: born in berkeley california in 1969 but i um i moved from san francisco to portland oregon in 82
0: 83
3: okay yeah because um uh, my parents heard about kids i lived in the mission and it was like cholo days and kids were getting stabbed in the hallways in junior junior high school i guess oh shit. So it was kind of um we had a choice like at first they were like we're gonna move to like northern california to some sticks town like, you know, somewhere in the country. And I was a little kid, I was like, whatever, you cool, I'll get a dirt bike or something. But then we moved to Portland, Oregon instead. And that was cool, because, um, I don't know, I was reading a lot of um, Skateboarder magazine in the library in San Francisco, I didn't really skate. But when I was a kid, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade. So I needed a piece of California with me. So I was like, fuck, man, I, I wanted to start skating. So I got a skateboard in like 83 or whatever. It was around the time Fast Times at Ridgemont High came out too. So maybe Jeff Spicoli helped me skate.
0: Influence, yeah. (laughs) So you moved to Portland when you were about 13?
3: Yes. I went to move there for seventh grade, eighth grade, till I graduated high school in 87. In about 86, Tommy Guerrero came up and did a demo for Cal Skates and um, judged the contest, which I won. And he hooked um, me up at Indies and he gave me his number. And he said, you know, come down. If you come to San Francisco, you can stay with me. And then during that time, I was winning contests and whatnot in the Northwest. And um, I got put on Fogtown. And I was, a, you know, a company in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, the skate so
3: shop. Got, Yeah, so I got, it turned into Concrete Jungle. Yep. But um, I know you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. That was pretty cool. They all came up here in um, to Portland in like 87. It was after I got the ad doing the board slide down art museum. It's like a little hub or whatever down some stairs. And I got that concrete jungle and fog down ad. And there was a pole. There was a light. And they thought I was holding on to the pole. <laughs> like it was a post thing. <laughs> but then Arco and I think even Felper. Everyone board slid it too. That was pretty sick. I mean, no guys, yeah.
0: Was that the wooden one?
3: No, nah, it was. Um, it looks kind of like marble, but not really marble. I don't know. Fuck. It's on my Instagram. Okay. You know, it's There was two people. It was me on one side doing a board slide down the stairs up or whatever, and then Mark Sato doing a tuck knee invert a, a mirage ramp on the like two people in the ad.
0: Okay, is this before there's a doubles one of you and Sean Martin, okay, it's right? Steve
3: Rodder in Seattle. Oh,
0: Steve Roeder, that's it. I always yeah, saw Sean it Martin
3: the wood, the wood Rails in Those Seattle. Those are the wooden yeah. ones. Yeah, and there was one in the middle and Mickey Rays was cruising and got on on in the middle of it. So it was going to it was all three of us for a second but he didn't make it. But um yeah, that's crazy. M- Mickey wasn't hit the middle one. I mean, if Stevie were on the outside ones.
0: That's amazing. So was your first sponsor, legit sponsor, was Indy and then Fogtown?
3: Yeah, Indy and then Fogtown, Carpetone. Yeah, I've been riding for Indy since 86. I even got a package not too long ago. I got a
0: hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh How did you get into board slot, like the whole handrail thing? Like you were one of the earlier dudes. Like it wasn't really happening for.
3: It was like. I don't know. One of the best feelings in the world when I was street skating, it was like, you know, Ollie's pretty much just came out. And once I learned how to Ollie and board slide on a bench, like that Jesse Martinez Thunderhead, remember he have in a board slide of the, in Venice? Yeah. I just felt so good to be able to do that. And um, then I started doing it on handrails. I came down to the trade show in um, Long Beach. Long Beach, he have those ASR shows. Yep. And we uh drove down to the Rebel Skates, the little skate shop I rode for. And um I remember I was outside of it doing the railings. Um, it was like maybe an eight, ten stair, and I was board sliding it. And my hero fucking gons came out and he was trying frontside board size to fakey. E. Or wait, that was the second year. The first time it was just medium board size, but the second year I went down there. And I seen Ed Templeton and he was frontside board sliding the rail. I was board sliding still the next year I was doing board. So I'll fuck I'm through. <laughs> and then so <Gons, laughs> was like, do a try frontside board had the fakies on it. And I remember Doug Smith was out there with the flask of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it was pretty fun, but yeah, I just brought some fucking, you know, dude on a curb, dude on a bench. And then I was just all about handrails. It's really weird. I was like the handrail guy for a minute. For sure. Until Pat Duffy came. Bro, just just wait. Ah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So what brought you to SF or back to SF, was it, Tommy?
3: Well, basically, I graduated high school and my parents were like, you know, they didn't have money to send me to college and you know, whatever. So it was kind of like, you know, get a job or figure something out. And I was like, well, might as well go down to San Francisco. Because I was super stoked on skateboarding, and I moved. Tommy gave me his number. I let's see. I drove down there with this um kind of hippie skater dude, Tom Nordwall. Shout and out! Went to a Jerry Garcia show on the Ill River on the way, and he dropped me off at Tommy Garo's house. I had um, I moved down there with 150 bucks. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. What year was that? And I tried to get a job in the donut shop across the street from Tommy's. And then I got a job at Thrasher. like, And I lived in the kitchen there. There was a kitchen. like They didn't really use the kitchen. They ate out a lot. So there was like a nook where uh, the kitchen table would be. So I had my bed in there. And it was Tommy Guerrero upstairs in his little penthouse. And then it was Luke Ogden and Rob. Um. Before, um, yeah. So we all lived together and went to Golden Gate Park every Sunday and skated the jump ramps and yeah. it was like so cool like all the guys like whatever I'm a skate nerd I had like pictures over my bed and in my locker and those guys were coming over to Tommy's and I met them all like you like, know.
0: Nottis is in
3: your house. Nottis would stay with them yeah. you know, um, Gons. I remember Frankie Hill came up. Ooh, I'm kind of in the mix. And, you know, it's like me and uh, Sean Martin, because he lived in, he was similar to me. He lived in San Francisco, moved to Eugene, Oregon, and then back to San Francisco. And I met him at the Eugene contest. Oh, okay. Where Gons, where Gons did the forest on the tail fin of the Chevy in the rain. Yeah. The classic. Yeah, it was amazing. And I remember there, Tommy Groves like throwing out trucks, Indies, and he saw me, because he remembered from Portland, and just, like, handed me the set of trucks. And they had three contests, um, three years in a row, or whatever, with Lamb It, Damn It. And it was sick, because this one the street skating was really small, you know? It was, like, I don't know how they got flown up there, but the pro street skaters, I mean, you know, it was Tony Guerrero, Tommy Guerrero, Ken Takeda, I think, like, Teddy Love, like, hella <laughs> random <people>. Johnny <laughs> Cop- Johnny Coplake had... Weird, like thing written on his grip tape, you know, like Goss used to do, and it said like Team Fifteen, like talking about girls. This dude's like twenty-five.
0: How did they treat you at uh, at the house, though? So, like Orb told me, he was like, dude, Danny used to sleep on the kitchen floor. Like, would they?
3: Well, I had a bed in the kitchen. It wasn't the floor. Oh, okay. But I, like, nobody used the kitchen, you know, like that much, and. I think I bought some oatmeal or whatever. Like, I didn't really, we, like, oh, I remember going out to Spaghetti with Tommy and Orban and everyone at the place on Ninth Avenue. And I fucking thought it was uh, Parmesan cheese and it was a sugar thing. <laughs> I fucking put it all over my spaghetti. I felt so motive. <laughs> and at the time, I didn't know better. Like, now I'd be like, oh, I fucked up. They give me a new fucking plate of spaghetti. I'm right. sure. But then I was like, oh, I'm trying to pick it out. Yeah, it didn't work.
0: Talk about <laughs> talk about working at Thrasher because you worked at Thrasher when it was still at the shipyards.
3: Hell yeah. I used to take the bus there and the um
0: Hunters Point Shipyards. Yeah, it was
3: back in the life, you know, middle, like you know, eighty seven, eighty eight. So it was like straight crack and yeah. like gnarly. I remember taking the bus and went through like Two yeah. projects, Potrero Hill projects and RBL projects.
0: Posse right Land right through there.
3: Yeah, I went through Pachero Hill projects down then up to the HP projects to the shipyard to show your badge to get in. I remember once I was on the bus coming back from work, going up to Pachero Hill, and this guy got on the bus at the bottom of the fucking hill. He had a sawed off shotgun in one hand. <laughs> a uh, fucking nine in his fucking waist or like some kind of gun like the Desert Eagle and then he had a fistful of cash, you know, and got up at the top of the hill. The bus driver didn't say shit, but yeah, and I remember Julian used to get on too and he worked for a Thunder over there. So like me and Julian would see each other on the bus sometimes. I remember throwing up out of the window because the guys i lived with, you know, would party every night like Tommy and them and I was working so we'd be drinking and shit, but yeah, I remember going there, but I'd skate every fucking lunch and every break. I had a little loading dock out there in the shipyard, and I made these fake, like, contest handrails. Oh. I'd skate them, like, every lunch break. I remember fucking Keith Cochran used to come out. He didn't really skate them, but, like, it was Luke Ogden worked there. He was skating, doing grapefruit grinds on this little wood like double sided curve we made. Uh-huh. I remember that little contest where I like practice, practice, practice of the hurricane, frontside hurricanes. Once I was trying the front side the hurricane, it's a backside 180 and it ended up being a backwards five oh and they came out front without touching the rail. So that would be another <laughs> trick now, you know. Yeah. That was like eight se- seven, six, seven or whatever, you know? So yeah. Nice. Backside one eighty, faking five oh come out forward. And then I had that so wired, we drove up to the Reading contest, amateur finals. It was like Tom Pia, Jeff Whitehead on an Arco, a bunch of people, and we brought the concrete jungle van. And they forgot the key for the gas fucking tank. So we're like (laughs) stuck. Middle of Northern California, middle of the night, contest the next day. I don't know how, how we figured it out, but like no sleep. Showed up the contest at daybreak to start skating the course. And then a little contest rail, just like the one I used to make. So I like everything wired, blah, blah, blah. Arco was like, you're going to win. And I ended up winning. And Tom Knox was like kind of mad because he was <laughs> practicing up there for two days practicing this shit. And it came up no sleep and fucking won it. He's like, this I'm no sleep it, but...
0: zombie came <laughs> in and beat <laughs> me. Be nice. <laughs>
3: We pulled it. Yeah, it was pretty sweet.
0: Who was the crew out at the shipyards?
3: What, it was it? Um, Julian, Luke Ogden, and myself. I guess Orb used to work for Venture because I remember before I moved to L.A. Was
0: Burley out there?
3: Um, yeah, me and Rick Rosa worked together. Okay. He was the shipping manager, me the shipper. I and remember they- he smoked cigarettes in there walking around it's like all the clothes i'm sure (laughs) every shop got fucking t-shirts smelling like cigarettes oh yeah (laughs) yeah he has a little vacuum thing that looks like a monopoly piece that he used to do something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what was it mofo was down there you know it was like deluxe was brian ware he did Thunder and Deluxe distribution before it was even Deluxe. I don't know what it was, like a record label, I think.
0: Uh uh-huh. huh.
3: You know, There's KT and Ed, Ed Riggins, you know, Fausto. And,
0: yeah. What was that, your first impression of Fausto? Like, how did you end? Did you know Fausto before working there? Or what, did you start I working there and met him?
3: Like, he used to be like, you got to think of a line for the contest, but, but stuff like that. He was kind of like a little coach. He was pretty, I always loved Fausto in my school. Uh huh, he had my truck on his desk for like 20 years. Or like, remember that blue indie on his desk? That,
0: yeah, like, the one in the indie book. It was like, yeah, so yeah. what's the story with that? It was on his desk for like it was three years.
3: One of my that I used to just slap me a lot, you know, at lunch and break at Thrasher at the 1303 Underwood. I used to go out there, you know, skate that curb back and forth, Slappy, you, you know, no wax. is just, you know. So I'd go to get to the axle in, you know, less than a month and it just some blue anodized indies and he ended up coming up with them and he had them on his desk. It would look like a half pipe, you know, like because it was just grounds, like, you know, not cookie grinds or whatever, just straight front and backside slappies.
0: So did he see you changing your trucks out or something and said, hey, let me get that one?
3: I really don't know how he got them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <But> he- <laughs> Oh,
5: Work makes a very long day. When you're with some rolling star, you know what you got strong. Seek and he shall find. Keep look up, all the time. Seek and he shall find. Keep look out all the
3: time. <laughs> Shit,
0: was him and Ed just like, what were they like as bosses? Just party and low key?
3: Well you remember they the two offices in the front, they still have it, right? It's one Tony's now or something.
0: Uh or is it Gwen? Is Yeah, it
3: Gwen,
0: it's Gwen, Gwen and Tony. Ed's gone.
3: Yeah, and yeah, Ed's gone. So it's Gwen and Tony up front.
0: Gwen and Tony. But I mean, yeah, you
3: know, also, um, I never really saw him party, you know, maybe at the Skater of the year or whatever.
0: Or ASR but, you know, Ed
3: Ed would get drunk sometimes. Oh yeah. On a cigarette kt used to be i remember when me and rick i worked there kt used to come in like with two gatorades in the morning rick i said it was like
1: <laughs>
3: whatever you get it
0: <laughs> so uh when you when thrasher moved from uh the shipyards to underwood that's when jake started working at thrasher is that when you met jake
3: No, because Jake came up to Portland with Concrete Jungle because he rode for Concrete Jungle before. Oh, he was working
0: at the shop, huh? Yeah,
3: Yeah. he worked at Fogtown, you know? So he came up with them. I met him then. He worked at the shop. And then it was actually right before, it was probably I worked at Thrash at the Shipyard and then 1303 Underwood. And about a few months before I quit to go pro for Schmidt Sticks, Jake came in and I remember training him. I used to say train him to be my boss, but that sounds really weird. No, I trained him to like um take over the shipping department. And then I guess after I'd left, you know, pressure flip days, whatnot. Jake was downstairs. He'd go up with a picture, KT. KT, he's like, what is this? And Kevin was like, you know, could you know, because it was such weird tricks. Yeah double back foot flip, flip you know whatever yeah so I guess jake works his way up and boot just took over you know
0: yeah the story jake always told me was he he went up and was talking shit on the mag and faust was like you think you could do better and he's like fuck yeah and they like gave him a shot or something
3: hell yeah damn oh check it out my taxi driver oh sick Yeah. Uh- I have to show you. which is, uh, is the barfly one.
0: Oh, that's one of my favorites.
3: <laughs> oh, my friend! Yeah, this is whatever. I might as well show you my little place. This is Veda's toys. She's at her mom's. I have her like three nights a week. Okay. A skateboard. Um, this is her gymnastics mat. Oh, this is my paid killers. Um, it was a New Deal board, like a wacky package. Yep. You know what I mean, like these stickers from the '70s says "N.D.D. Sergeant." I never
0: I seen it that like, one.
3: I bought it for like 450 bucks off someone on the internet. <laughs> I probably used to sell it for 20 bucks, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter's room. Damn. My daughter, her original Monet, pretty sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, things are looking up for you up there.
3: This is a cool little blanket that her grandma made of pictures of me and her when she was growing up.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I want to do that with my old skate shirts.
3: Yeah. I miss. let's see. Oh, yeah. That's one of my New Deal recently remade. These uh, old killer. It, it's, um, it's a guy from Wizards pieces. one of my New Deal Everett Slick models, and they just did reissues. Oh,
0: okay. Sure.
3: Yeah, that's a little past thing. Backbone skateboard. skateboard yeah, I could um, smoke out here because it's kind of like a solarium.
0: Ah. So
3: I'm not allowed to smoke in the house, but I'm going to have a cigarette if you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> All
0: right. I'm not getting secondhand smoke through the Zoom. <laughs> hey, true or false? You went to a contest with Jake, though, that he won, like some slalom contest.
3: Yeah, Semi Valley. Yeah, he did a little like cruise support. It's <laughs> to say, Yeah, Jake. So- Jake was one of the best skaters. Like, he really, I don't know if people know this, but he really was really good. Like, he hyped up all the sessions, you know? Like, back when it was, you know, me and Julian, and Coco, whoever. Like, I went on the first hell ride with him and Big Roger to Boston, Massachusetts to skate the Cambridge pool.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Remember, we got off the airplane. And he fucking went at the
3: subway in Boston and he fucking did like the run and jump over the fucking train tracks and shit. You know, I mean, I guess he was young then, but he still always seemed the same. I don't know. Uh huh. I guess I, I don't know how old he was. Let's see, when I met him, I was probably like 18. He was probably like 25. Maybe. I don't know. How old? Mm-hmm. How much older is he? I mean, fuck, I'm old now. Shit. I think he is like he's 60 now. Yeah. Yeah. I was tripping. Tony Alva's like sixty-three, and I saw a thing on his Instagram, and he's doing a board slide on like a contest, like flat round bar, like over the fun box. I was like, I didn't even know Tony Alva fucking did street shit like that, but I was really hyped to see that. I was like, damn, that's ten years away from me or over ten. (laughs) I can still.
0: I mean, skateboarding started in our lifetime. So it's like we don't know how old we're supposed to stop at. We, we just think we're supposed to skate till we die. That's what we were always told.
3: Yeah. I remember Julian and I were the first generation kickflipping into our 30s. Ah, uh, you know, yeah, and that's like fucking 20 years ago now. But-
0: who who was like Who would you give credit to, like, influencing you to, like, skate the curbs and skate the way you did?
3: Skating for me, it was basically there weren't that many people. It was Gons, Nottis, and Tommy. She was tight. You know, that I could look up to and relate to. Uh-huh. I mean, back then it was like, you know, the vert skaters
0: in the street contest. Just yeah.
3: Rolling over everything. If they stayed on, they beat the guys doing hard tricks. You know, Jesse Martinez was tight. Um, you know, Julian and myself, Ray Barbie, Jason Lee, Matt Hensley game started changing really quick and then within those two years it was like a whole nother people can't you know it's just insane it progressed so fast you know my carol but you know what fuck
0: <laughs> yeah younger but i mean san francisco had the hills and like i remember when i first met mickey i'll never forget it he was like you have to push to get like basically you don't go slow that was his words were like you push to go fast to get to the trick. Like you don't want to, you know, creep up on it. And it felt like, you know, obviously Arco, Julian, you.
3: Yeah, Arco was the one like I learned slappies, probably those guys in San Francisco are the first people doing this as far as I knew. I mean, I heard about these two in the parking lot at the Whittier or whatever, skate parks, but yeah. Do you,
0: do you think we can credit someone for being the first to find the safeway curb? I'm the
3: gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I don't really. I'm I... sure Tommy Gro didn't really like it. He used to skate like the Sears one, Safeway for the Beach in his pal videos. Huh. Tommy used to call it
0: Unsafe Way. From NorCal legend. <laughs> Tommy's the best. He has so many cool fucking little slang <laughs> names for everything. But oh, yeah. did you you mostly skated that because you moved? Did you move in with Noah? Definitely or you I
3: lived with Noah Peacock, like three blocks up? I think yeah. he came by and saw us way back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we just skate down the hill, skate safe way, and then go from there.
0: Okay. Fucking. Okay. And so then, how did you end up getting uh what was it? What your first uh, board was it Schmidt sticks?
3: Yeah. Yeah, was, were uh, you were
0: you working at Concrete Thrasher? Jungle
3: folded and um I guess I won the amateur NSA contest on Concrete Jungle and it folded by the time the second one came out, I guess. So I started riding for Schmidt. I think Bryce rode for Schmidt, so he hooked me up. Or kinda. Uh,
0: oh, that was like, kinda through Bryce?
3: Yeah. Because he had a pro model for the for okay. Schmidt.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had so many of those boards. That was like one of my favorites, was Bryce's. It was kind of like the Nautilus. It was like a similar shape. But oh,
3: it was... with that pointy nose?
0: Yeah. And it had the yeah. graphic from that building in SF. It was like the gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah. I probably I had it. A...
3: like the Chris Miller board. That's why I wanted to ride for Schmidt because that Chris Miller was like super. With sick. like the dog, well, it was
0: like. Yeah, eagle... yeah,
3: the Christmas tree nose or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Those
0: were good. Those were good boards.
3: Yeah, I love those bars and Grosso and Lissara work for them. Like, they have a sick team, you know? Totally. I wrote for Chris Miller. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> and Paul Schmidt is like, he's the, I mean, he's pretty much like his wood is always the. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got the goods with that. Uh, yeah. What about that 50 50? What was it, Everett School? Like, What's the scenario for that? Had you been looking at that rail and how did it all come about?
3: Well, I remember going to the Mission handrail. It's right across from Mission. It's right by Everett. The yep. bricks are kind of far apart. And I remember board sliding that. But I didn't really want a board slide for an ad because I wanted – I used to want a stuff. I didn't want a phone unless it never been done. That sounds kind of weird, but, yeah. So our tricks had never been done kind of is to – I don't
0: know. <laughs> I think I was innovative or something. But yeah, so I was like, no one
3: did this. I'm going to do
0: it. So I did that. Who shot the photo? Was it Luke? Oh,
3: Tobin? Yeah. Sick.
0: So you're just like, I think I can 50 50 this rail. You want yeah, to go? remember it?
3: Julian did a front sideboard slide
0: on it. Yeah, same rail. Yeah. That thing, that's so iconic. Had you seen anyone or heard of anyone doing a 50 50 at that time?
3: No, but about like a month later, I don't know the. You know how mags come out like a month or two before the photos for them. You know what I mean? Like how it works. Like so, you know the photo for mine was what March '88. We probably shot the photo in November. Who knows? You know what I mean?
1: I yeah. yeah. But then
3: Ed Templeton has the grind doing it on a square rail in a circle a ad. It came out like a month later in Chance World.
0: Okay. Huh.
3: So I, I knew. I ain't the first one to do it. I'm sure Gons and Nottis did it, you know, before me, but they just didn't have the photo. In them. I just had the first one in print.
0: Okay. Damn, that's so sick. That's forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was your reaction to getting the cover? You got two covers for Thrasher. You had the downhill one with... Uh,
3: Lewis and a- John
0: Yeah. And then yeah, you had the, the other...
3: other one. It was, I don't know. It was cool, I guess. Like, I wanted to do something... Rad or more relevant. I mean, have been doing front all in those for three years before that, you know, I want to do something cool, but you know, KG wants something pretty, you know, palace of fine arts in the background.
0: Uh-huh. So, <laughs> what, so is it a bittersweet moment? Like, are you like, I'm on the cover? And then you're like, but why is that? Fo-? Like, are you stoked? But like...
3: yeah, I kind of was like, wanted something better, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, it's 89 or whatever. So I guess no one really cares, but I mean, yeah. For me, like wanting photos that were relevant or like ahead of the game or whatever i didn't just want a nose pick <laughs> <But.
0: laughs> now that it's got the view and everything like they're yeah. they're uh what they're doing for the cover isn't always the best skate trick it's more like the photo and there's so much that goes into that
3: yeah i love that cover of um who is it to T Funk to Frontside Ollie, the big guys oh, at China Banks?
0: That's, that's ridiculous.
3: Did he really pull that?
0: Yeah. It comes so is out. Is it off uh, video
3: or anything?
0: Yeah. His video part comes out in uh 420, dude. For real? That's <laughs> yes. my address. I live in 420. Oh, here
3: it is. I got it right <laughs> here.
0: Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. if <laughs> anyone knows, you know, China yeah. Banks is not easy to skate.
3: I wonder if anyone could do a front side invert over the little bench <laughs> rainy bears
0: <laughs> what they've been doing is they tore the rail off at the bottom and they've oh, been I up.
3: seen that their front side flipping down above. yeah,
0: doing lines
3: this is it still there. I heard they were tearing it down.
0: There's been that talk, but uh nothing it's still there, yeah
3: did you ever hear that um that Pierre fell off into the playground no. Yeah, I heard that story. Like, hey, I saw like,
0: a biker, a BMX guy, went over. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was trying to grind it on his pegs, and he stuck, and he went over. It she was, was like,
3: damn, at least.
0: No, not to the, the ground. Street. Well, not not to the street. To the that- <laughs> But yeah, it
3: was. I, was mean, like, I think that-
0: it's in the curb dogs video or something.
3: Damn! Remember that weird little photo of um what the fuck is his name, like Joel Chavez or something? He's all in behind the thing. Oh the no,
0: Joe Valdez. Yeah,
3: Joe Valdez, yeah. Yeah. Remember that photo?
0: Uh-huh, that was insane.
3: Jake, Jake was showing Arco, and Arco's like, that you know, felt sick. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, is he walling over behind it? Right. <laughs> we're making <laughs>
0: we're making kind of a documentary on China. Banks with Arco and, and some of the guys like talking about it and showing some of those moments and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty funny. No,
3: people are killing it. Now I seen like Rainy Bear's frontside board sliding over the bench and someone yeah. did like a hurricane. Jehovah fucking mute, grab, blindside fakey. Uh huh. art to fakey, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago, too. Yeah, we I, I have the raw tape of Cardiel and Julian when Cardiel 50-50 did and Julian carved the long bench for the first time, and oh. uh, what's his name f- filming it? Uh, Sean. Sean's filming it and spit and chew in between. You got to do it. So- Sean Young? Yeah, Sean Young. I think it's either him or early. You can just hear him like why?
3: Do they wax the top of it?
0: They do some shit. Yeah.
3: I'm going to wax the bar and wax your board. and It seems like someone could do a front side nose grind pop out or something. I always huh? take stuff that I, you know what oh, I mean? Over but, the long you know, bench. Like front, or the short one.
0: Yeah, the short bench. But I don't know. No, it, <laughs> I'm waiting for the long bench. I was like, what if we salva sauce the shit out of it? Could you like, tail slide it? Smith,
3: Ollie Smith grind. Like, I figure I might be able to do that if it was super waxed.
0: <laughs> yeah, or a tail slide maybe. Yeah. I, Just get on it. Claim it on your resume. So it goes from Schmidt sticks to New Deal.
3: Yeah. Um, okay. It was like, you know, uh, we wanted to get away from Vision because Vision did, you know, so we started that and kept a few of the people from Schmidt. Some of the people pod to let go, you know, because or whatever. Steve Douglas and Ed Templeton. And that felt bad for some people. Like, and some people felt bad. They're like, oh, how come I didn't get brought along? And it was like, well, it's...
0: The new deal.
3: New, yeah, I mean, I don't know.
0: We replaced it you with Armando Barajas, like, bro.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, shit like that. Like, it's crazy. Like, they used to have the out with the old, in with the new ad, and it was like, Chris Branoff and Michael Ailey. it's like, shut up. Michael Ailey's a million times better than Chris Branoff, you know? It was just <laughs> It's almost stupid at a point, you know what I mean? Right. Board on Smith, that barrel full of monkeys board. So our new deal, I had. Yeah, that's yeah, I had a pro model the same time as Chris Miller and Reese Simpson and who else was on?
1: Damn. John
3: Alan, a- Alan midget. midget. Uh, um, yeah, I used to ride Reese Simpson boards. Reese Simpson's awesome.
0: Did you guys travel?
3: Yeah, I went to that Florida contest. I remember. Um, Al Mijin and I were drinking white Russians the night before at the hotel bar. Yep. And I woke up and I fucking didn't feel that good. I threw up and then KT or someone came to our room and he interviewed me and Ray Barbie and a few other, maybe one other person for like whatever they call it, but like hot shoes or some shit. Uh-huh. So it was like, and then actually did really good in that contest. It was like the best I ever maybe did in a pro contest. I remember I qualified like, maybe third or something like it was like my name and then it was like all these people on my wall it was like my name and Tony Hawk and Mark Gonzalez and all these people after me like like it was insane like I was in there like hurricane the handrail <laughs> but whatever I was like and then in the finals or whatever I didn't do as good I probably got like 13th but I qualified like third in my second pro contest.
0: That's amazing. I mean, you got to be fucking nervous as shit going into the big leagues. Know, you're first, like,
3: I remember I had some big ass, like, pro design knee pads, like you know, because you <laughs> had to wear pads <laughs> in street contests. Then a yeah. flyaway helmet, uh-huh. Hella stupid looking, you know? And so like, I can't believe we should have boycotted it, you know? Like the knee pads, I like, got my shin fell down, like trying to do fucking kick clips and shit with big ass rectors.
0: Right. Yeah. It was always crazy.
3: Ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Who would you room with Rick? I, or who,
3: who? Um, let's see when I was on, that was before Rick's time, but I remember Paul Smith and that used to be kind of mad. Like I'd be hanging out instead of with the team. I'd be like with Hasoy and fucking those guys. Let me crew. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be with them, you know, um, and then on New Deal, I remember we went to Europe on a tour. It was me, Armando, and Montessi. And that was pretty sick. We traveled all around Europe. I remember I flew into, uh, we flew into uh, England, and the New Deal UK hooked the Airport. And they were like, oh, yeah, we thought you'd want this. And they gave me a big chunk of hash as soon as I arrived. Damn. That was pretty
1: cool. Yep. We
3: traveled all around to demos, me and Armando and uh, Montessi. Oh, I remember we saw the Doors movie in Norway or whatever. And we got back to the hotel and I was like, got out of the balcony of the, thing, like on the windowsill. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I didn't really step out that far, but they were scared. And then we drank the whole mini bar. And then I remember Paul Schmidt or Steve Douglas called, like, blah, blah, you guys, blah, blah, blah. That's like $300. But yeah. <laughs> and, um, Oh, yeah, I remember we drive, like, demo, demo, demo. And I was, like, burnt, tired as fuck, trying to sleep in the van at the next town. And all the kids were shaking the van and fucking somehow broke in, pulled me by my hair, like, sign my autograph. And I'm, like, I guess I'll think Danny stars is a dick, so whatever, sign the autographs. Yeah. We're rock star lifestyle, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> those were the days. You were with Armando, man, And Montesi.
3: Yeah.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, what did you think about twelve eighty one versus useless wooden toys?
3: Well, I really like my part in twelve eighty one a lot better because yeah. it was just like short and sweet and way better. Like not
0: yeah. so one with spit. If you, look, if
3: you watch them, you can tell what I mean.
0: Right. How did spit muffins get in there? Did you pick that?
3: I have no idea. Steve Douglas, San Jose, something.
0: Oh, uh, you had no.
3: Yeah, I would, I wanted like they do it today, man. I wish I could have like fucking an ACDC song or a Motorhead song or a fucking Too Short or something. You know, like people pick whatever now, but there was like whatever. Here you go. But yeah. people always compliment. Oh, I love the your music or your song you had. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thanks. I didn't have any saying it,
0: but yeah, McKenney told me he's like,
3: dude, that's spit Muffin songs forever. That's the best. Is that what what was it? or yeah, is that what it was? The every day I smoke on a cigarette Yeah. I... Okay. It's, <laughs> that's
0: it's kinda almost like L seven.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> and now another first impression with Timothy Donald
5: McKenney
4: first impressions but I'm gonna call this Danny Sargent and the lasting impression how am I talking about you 30 something <laughs> years later since I was a little kid winning the raffle at Ghostgate. shout out the dad uh, shout out Rick Abacetta and shout out you for that fucking nose you guys had that fucking square built nose um barrel of monkeys and the pelican board uh, first impressions, winning that raffle as a child, and you coming in smelling like dank, and me going, "That's a pro right there." You just handed me the board. I think I bought a Templeton 2 with the cat on it, and it was just, it just felt it was a million dollars. The first time I felt like a million dollars in a skate shop, winning up uh, the raffle. Next is us skating around, but even before that, fuck, it's the concrete jungle ad. Like damn, that was the sickest shit I've ever seen, right? Uh, one of my favorite ads ever is you, okay, Uh, after that, it's us actually skating as pros, and just hanging out up in the city, maybe Greg's office, one of the skate spots downtown, but my impression was up in, uh, seeing you a little bit later, and we're up at Burnside, maybe for Halloween or something, randomly, you got your jersey on, might have been a green jersey, your fucking red jacket, and your hat sideways, doing backside D's, I think cinder block or something, but just kicking it again, right, next, it's my Demise, and I'm at the California Culinary Academy, probably waiting to get picked up on my chica. And you're walking by with your pregnant girl. Next, later, I'm hearing, oh, I think he, you might have went there, right? I'm not sure, but I heard that, right? Uh, Now, it's me getting to talk about you, and to tell you the truth, before Eric's passing, that's all we did was talk about you. He said he used to like. Look out for you, maybe through Patreon or something But he said, dude, uh, he he always looked out for you, talked to you And you guys just always had each other's backs somehow Which I thought was awesome He had told me about uh, how you were looking out for your kiddos and all kinds of shit You know, we always talked about you On our way to SACTO and all kinds of shit So it's a first impression, but I mean, dude, an everlasting impression To where I'm still talking about you now That's how heavy you are to all of us
3: Guys, have a skater of the year party this year after COVID? COVID's done there? Yeah. Who won? Mark Susu? Su- mm-hmm. Is that his name? Mark Su- Suchu? Su- Suchu. Su- yeah. right and the year before was Miles or Mason, uh,
0: but they, they, didn't ha- they didn't have a party that year. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Skater of the year's kind of changed. I don't know. It's a little different these days.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not the old <laughs> days where.
3: Out, last time I flew out, um, Mark Hubbard and Jake were there. Rest in peace.
0: Yeah, no.
3: I forgot who won that year, though. Whatever, it was like 2015. God damn, oh, do you okay. remember?
0: <laughs> I, maybe Assad. No, Grant? I saw. Grant.
3: Oh, maybe Kyle.
0: Or, oh, Kyle Walker.
3: Yeah, I think. I think he won that year. Okay, that was amazing. Fifty-fifty, like a quadruple million kink thing. Yeah, yeah. At least, hey, I shot super sick. He won like twice, right?
0: No, but he could win every year. He just put out an amazing part like last week. That's so good. He's just yep. a- always skating like all day, every day. like. He- I seen
3: him. He fucking frontside nose slid that thing down a, by a barcadero on the waterfront, like on the top ledge. You know, Mike Carroll's old switch. Yeah, runner. yeah. Frontside nose slid the top of that. I never yeah. seen. That. Yeah.
0: and there's a new set of stairs across from e m b he handled those. it's kind of like a triple set a oh, straight- I see
3: their heart slipping it too. yeah
0: dude Ashad's the best. where's the best place skateboarding took you?
3: My favorite places in Europe was uh Spain and um like Amsterdam and I like shit i like all sorts of places basically seattle portland san francisco los angeles rhode island providence uh, new york um right going other places yeah vancouver british columbia oh i really like big O. I went to montreal um lipstick skateboards flew me up there like a few years ago oh yeah they fucking they made me this board And it's super sick. Um, Jay Howell, you know, Boz Burgers, you know, he used to go to Pops. Yeah, Yeah, Jay Howell drew that for me. He's got a uh, fucking, you know, Warrior's hat, Our Life shirt. And that's a picture for me from Power Edge doing a blunt side, front side, or blunt side finkie. Oh, yeah. Whatever, yeah. And then since I had a daughter, he put my little monkey from my New Deal board, but with a little baby bottle and a bow because it's a girl. Who makes up board uh, it? Well, actually, like we're talking it's Smith stick wood, but it's lipstick skateboards. My buddy. Um,
0: oh, is that Kelts?
3: But lipstick skateboards. Now my buddy from fucking Portland. OK, Josh Boudry, Josh Boudry is his name. And he did this little company. He flew us to Montreal, New York, L.A. He flew when he flew me to L.A., we skated. I got a full page ad and Thrasher. You a front board slide on the Greco grip trannies. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And Greco was there and he filmed like three tricks of me for his movie.
0: That was you sick. Yeah, that? yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, that was the same trick.
0: I'm friends with Jim. Jim hit me up. He told me that. He was like, yeah, we got Sarge. He's he, Dude, he loves you. My brother. Yeah, that's amazing. God damn it. Yeah, I remember seeing the... He kills us, that spot.
3: Dude. He has kick flips. <laughs> you kickflips. Know. Yeah. I remember because I, almost, I had the photo and I posted on my Instagram. He hit me right up like, take it off. It's about to be the cover A Thrasher. So I deleted it right quick.
1: <laughs>
0: what, what about uh, Break It Down? You skated all these spots, I think. You skated Studio 43, uh, Jake's Ramp at Thrasher, Widowmaker, did you skate? and, yeah. and, and maxis
3: uh, I used to live at the place in Oakland. Remember Andy's ramp? They turned it into Oh awesome.
0: yeah, and that one.
3: Yeah, yeah. I lived there. I remember being asleep in my little room there, and like Phelps and Phil Shaw and maybe Wade or Jerobo came over at like ten in the morning. They're like skating the ramp. I yeah, came out of the room and skated with them. <laughs> it was
0: good. Some good times, right? What was the best out of all those spots? Was Andy's the best?
3: Andy's was great. I've always loved sessions there. The parties, you know. I don't know. They've it's had. Like, we used to go out there. You know, it's Andy's, then Wiggy's, and then I don't know who who the fuck did the compound. <laughs> I don't know who took it over, but yeah, it I- was there until not that long ago. Yeah, they I mean, outside, yeah. I guess seven years ago, it was pretty long ago, but you know what I mean. It was you know Timo and people used to they used to build shit outside. Yeah, year.
0: for sure. Yeah, we're we got a lower Bob's is next week. We're doing a the stone annual contest out there.
3: Oh, cool! Yeah, I helped. I bought some concrete for that place.
0: Rad. Uh, I was kicking it with Timo shout out and uh Cam Fush shout out yesterday. Uh, we're trying to patch it up and get it all primed up for uh, it.
3: yeah, it looks a lot different than when I was there Did in it. 2014 or whatever last time I was there. Like yeah, it looks like they tore part of it out and just redid it. It's, I don't know. It's, know cra- I it some little videos, but-
0: it's crazy how many pillars they got tiled nowadays, like so many dead people there. It's kind of like ooh.
3: It's scary. This fucking cemetery. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, heavy, I, dude. God, I don't even, yeah, all my friends are dead.
0: Yeah, it's so gnarly. Studio Forty Three. Did you? Was
3: that was a, the spot, man? That, that
0: was I the love one, love right?
3: That fucking spot, man. We used to skate there. Like I remember filming there for the New Deal video. I remember Ed Templeton was up there, ah. and Ju- and me and Ed or whatever was skating, and Deanna was. Julian wasn't skating. He was talking to Deanna on the deck, and Ju- Ed was getting hella jealous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was uh were you at the first at the first couple sodi parties? Like Danny Way was at Studio Forty Three. For, like,
3: the first ones ever. When it was in the fucking with Stern, Tony Hawk. Stern Grove fucking Park and Recreation Center, fucking the eighties. You know, like
0: that was Tony Hawk.
3: No, nah, that was even before they had a Skater of the Year. It was just a Christmas party. Oh, Christmas party. with Tony Hawk, who was like that weird high-rise in the Mission with the lights on top, like kind of by Safeway or whatever. I don't know if you look at it. I think it's blue lights around the top. It's one tall building over there. By like maybe 16th and Petrero. I don't know. It's over in that neighborhood. Okay. I don't I think that was Tony Hawk's Skater of the Year. Whoa. They used to be really small, you know?
0: Yeah, and then Danny Ways was at Studio 43, and he had a cast yeah, on.
3: Yeah, I was, oh, I remember at Studio 43, I remember came there with saw, and Mickey Reyes came through in his fucking police officer uniform. So, that's when he used to patrol Hunter's Point.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, have you been back up? Have you been up to Portland at all, or you, since you've been I went in-
3: there? Yeah, I went there in July because my um, mom had uh, cancer and stuff. I visited her there before she died. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, she was crazy because, crazy like, she fell in her – and she was living alone or whatever, and she fell and broke her neck, and they didn't find her for, like, 12 hours. And she was okay, but in the stage for cancer, she was in the hospice. Whatever, I don't want to get depressing, But, yeah, I got to visit her because she died, and it's all love. Bless her heart. But, yeah, I didn't go to Mickey's bars or anything. I went to Burnside for a second. Oh no, like, sorry.
0: You have to. You got to go under yeah. the br- – get one. Uh see, I was trying to remember uh that interview you had in Thrasher. I think in the very beginning there's like a story you have where you're like you had a backpack, you fell and all your it's something like Oh yeah,
3: it's some Hill in Portland with my homework and shit, and I got speed wobbles and it all my homework went all over the street, you know, and it's one older punker skater dude I looked up to that was the homie he helped me pick it up and shit.
0: Okay yeah but i thought it was like a metaphor for like and that was when i knew street skating was my something like my homework was on the streets or something like.
1: <laughs> no uh, it's actually real
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man what do you think about the uh resurgence of the curb skating everybody's fucking just blasting the curbs again
3: yeah i heard about like everyone's got like little curb clubs and shit <laughs>
0: They got like an annual contest and everything. Like it's big deal.
3: I see some sick shit on Instagram of this like slappy and downhill red curves for like fucking quarter mile and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. I mean, I love curves. Minneapolis fucking sucks for curves. I don't know if you can just tell by looking out here. (laughs)
1: but
3: like this. Like in San Francisco, it's like all red or fucking, you know what I mean? Uh These are fucking rugged. Like, you know, There's a few curbs I found. I've I've done a few slappies here, but you got to let go. It's not the same. (laughs) I just slappy all day, every day, just because it's there, going down the street. Right. Curbs in the Tenderloin, just greasy fucking. Even if they're not painted, they're just grind. I don't get. I know how to explain it. Yeah. But I guess the Midwest is different.
0: Is there a local park there or anything?
3: Yeah. Familia headquarters is around the corner from my house. I just moved here in January. It's like two blocks away. Yeah. Indoor park.
0: Oh shit. You're right by Familia. Were you, were you there with the riots?
3: uh, Oh yeah. I mean, it was crazy here. The George Floyd. Yeah. The
0: George Floyd. Didn't they burn down? Didn't Familia get pretty torched or something?
3: I don't know maybe the skate shop in uptown, but they have a skate Oh, um, uh, yeah a little shop at the skate park that's
0: okay. okay, oh, yeah, it was the shop,
3: yeah, no, it's crazy out here, like at least four or five death by police officers since I've been here. I remember the, the one cop some one cop shot like a white lady that came up to the car, and the other guy was a school teacher that had a concealed carry. They're like, blah blah. I said, do you have a gun? He's like, yeah, I have a license. And they shot him. What yeah, is
0: it? Sucked. What's the community doing? Are they? Uh,
3: hey, dude, it's just insane. The downtown that's um, the Justice Center or whatever. I don't know what the building is, but it's all fucking Jersey barriers and fences in front of it. Like so people don't drive trucks through the building. It's just yeah. <laughs>
0: oh like man so yeah normal. it's
3: fucking crazy I mean it's I know it's all over the world and I guess they had protests for George Floyd in Portland and everywhere like
0: yeah. yeah no it was insane it was everywhere but like yeah and then there's some other yeah others. I'm here
3: that's where I live
0: wow I didn't a-
3: go out there I don't fucking loot or protest or nothing but I'll stay away from that but yeah, yeah. I have friends that ran around younger guys that ran in stores, you know, stole old cases of beer. and Oh, yeah. What idiot fucking films himself on fucking Facebook. He's in prison right now. Like, you know, burning, throwing a Molotov cocktail through a fucking police station.
0: Idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Check it out. It's like those guys that film themselves breaking into the, uh... Jesus Christ, it's just like, come yeah. on. Uh, Well, so what do you got going? What are you doing these days? It looks like you're diving back into school or?
3: Yeah, man, it's kind of hard. I haven't been to school since I graduated in 87. But yeah, I'm taking um, I guess I'm going to get my associate's degree and then maybe my bachelor's. I'm taking um, right now psychology and a reading class for learning how to prepare to read advanced, you know, complex college textbooks basically like a reading class. I kind of annotate and whatever, you know, take notes and all that shit. So it's kind of crazy. I'm glad I only signed up for two classes at first. Because it's a lot of work.
0: What's the (laughs) end, goal? Are you trying to get into therapy? I think I want to
3: get my LADC license. A licensed alcohol drug counselor.
0: Drug counselor.
3: Yeah, alcohol drug counselor. Because I know damn well when I've been in rehabs or whatnot, listening to people that just learned it out of a book that don't have no experience. Those counselors don't like make as big an impact. And I I want to work with kids. I definitely have done plenty of field work. And you know, like, fuck man, I want to help people and I got a good story to share. I already went to a residential treatment program and shared my story with people, you know,
0: how is that for you?
3: It's cool. I mean, I like people are coming up like, God bless, bud. Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, damn, I only have like six months clean or whatever. I mean, I've been clean for a while, but I haven't been like drinking and shit like that either.
0: Okay. Have you (laughs) talked? Have you (laughs) talked?
3: I'm just like pretty much straight edge. I mean, I'm going to say I'm nothing against drinking. Maybe I will. I just don't. Yeah. (laughs) I've been. That's not my problem. I mean, I don't go out here. I just hang out with fucking. My daughter on the weekends, do schoolwork. Even the whole time I've been here, I don't really go out. And I'm not just going to sit in my house and drink by myself. And when my daughter's here, I don't need to drink. I mean, I don't know. I guess, man, in San Francisco, that's all we did. It was fine. I mean, what, we'd go to the bar. (laughs) Like I don't know. It's just different.
0: I haven't drank in a while. It's been five, five years. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I guess I haven't seen you for a while. But yeah, last time we drank. Yeah. Have you
0: have you talked to Andy Roy at all?
3: I've talked to him a few times, yeah.
0: It fe- I feel like there's dudes within our industry that we grew up with that are really doing a positive push right now that like, I mean, Jason Adams just went through some sobriety stuff and like not to call out all these dudes, but like there's some dudes that are doing what you're talking about doing and it just seems like it could be this cool like like not to put down AA or whatever, but like yeah. imagine if it was just like skaters helping skaters.
3: Yeah, for sure. Cause I mean a lot of us have had great experiences and shitty experiences.
0: Well I, I mean, believe what you I don't
3: regret partying and fucking having a lot of fun and stuff like that. I mean I regret getting strung out on heroin and shit like that. Because yep. that's not a party. Right. <laughs> it is me being a slave needing something to feel normal. Yeah. I used to do fucking 200 bucks worth of dope just so that I could fucking go to work or fucking play with my daughter or fucking skate or do anything. If I wasn't on it, people would be like, are you okay? So you're just paying to feel normal. I couldn't get up out of bed, eat, sleep. Yeah, it just sucks. <laughs>
0: and do you think that there's gateways to those things or you just end up with the, like, how do those things begin?
3: Well, I don't know. I guess I would have been fine. I would have never went to jail or rehab or anything. If I just smoked weed and drank beer, but I guess just like smoking heroin with people in San Francisco back in the day and then gradually progressed. Uh I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But uh, dude, straight up, what you said is a hundred percent for me. Like I want to go in and talk to the dudes that were in the trenches and like oh, you dealt with this. You had this and you like, okay, like, I, dude, Fred Gall, are you kidding me? Like, you're sober? I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah, like...
3: Yeah, so, Greco.
0: Yeah, Greco. Perfect. Greco's been
3: playing for hell long.
0: Yeah, Reynolds I remember too.
3: remember him popping in downtown LA. We had balloons in our mouth on the train, balloons full of hair in our mouth. The cops came on like, do you guys have your passes? Are you guys on parole or probation? We're like, Show our bus pass, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's really hard though, right? Like to like tell somebody some like you don't want to be a hypocrite because you don't regret like partying, and you get that people. I don't party. regret
3: partying. At all. I just yeah. forgot getting strung out. And but when I did that, I was on my own. It was me by myself and my addiction. That's why a lot of people have trouble. In places I've been to, they get out of jail or rehabs or whatever. And they don't know anything else than the street, the streets and their friends, you know, like the people that party. And for me, when I started doing dope, I disassociated myself from all my friends and family. I don't have a crew or any people that I do heroin with. Right. So so I'm blessed in that aspect. It's not people are happy for me. It's not like all the homies like, oh, what up? You fucking square now. You know what I mean?
0: Was that part of the process, like moving to Minnesota? Was that part of the mentality? Was like, no,
3: I was, I was fine. Like before that, I fucking lived here for like three years or whatever. I didn't do no dope or nothing. But um, when my daughter was three or whatever. My daughter's mom betrayed me. She cheated on me, or whatever. So I felt abandoned and shit out here, all alone. But I wasn't going to leave my daughter because right. she's my heart. So I uh, had her on the weekends, whatever, and to cure my loneliness or whatever, I found dope again. And it wow. was years. Like, I got sprung out for a few years and then I, I'm i over it now. I've been good for a while now. <laughs> That's
0: good, dude. I'm proud yeah, of you.
3: Yeah, so me and her mom are just co-parenting
0: and okay. everything's good.
3: I mean, I could blame her, like, but deep down, it's like, whatever, I can't hold a grudge. Like, I'm like, let me hurt myself to show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> like, fuck that.
0: Right. <laughs> What's your daughter? What's her like? What's she into? Video
3: games oh or? God, she fucking um. This is her little gymnastics mat. Oh, sick! I, I just um went up to Wisconsin with her and her mom, like two weekends ago, and I rented a hotel with indoor pool, and she had a gymnastics competition, and she got four medals. She got. Three golds and three golds and one silver in her first event.
0: That rules.
3: I know. <laughs>
0: well, what's her name?
3: Veda. V e y d a Veda, Veda Luisa Sargent.
0: Dude, Nice. Well, uh, the tough question, and I know it's impossible, but we just try to answer it: is okay. who's on the Mount Rushmore skateboarding?
3: oh man Mark Gonzalez it has got to be four people or five four <laughs> we,
0: we can I throw a fifth on there dope,
3: the one with um, Phelps and fucking
0: Mug. Mug and
3: Keystone you know people like that but I'd say it would be like I don't know Gons I mean, they, they could be alive right
0: yeah. Alive or
3: dead. God, that's too hard. I don't know. Gons. Nottis. Tony Hawk. Mike Carroll. I don't know, dude. I can't. Day one. Fuck.
0: I'm going to go off the cuff. I got Tommy Gons.
3: Yeah, Tommy Gons. L and Mike Carroll. Cardiel, Julian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We were talking about, it, it's like, okay, you got the mountain and then down the hill you got, like, the moguls. <laughs> There's just, like, 30 um, more dudes.
3: Yeah, it's so hard for me to think of my favorite skaters because I'm like, God. Right. Guy Mariano, Daywon Song, Jim Greco, fucking Julian, Cardiel Goss, fucking, I don't know. Do you it's have so a skate
0: cool. photo that you think of as, like, one of your favorites from all time or, like, a cover or anything? Cool.
3: Yeah, I like this.
0: This is a pretty good one. Oh, Alcatraz. I got that on my wall.
3: Yeah, uh, Bryce sent that to me. Sick. Oh, this is pretty cool. This is me doing a slappy in Portland in like 86 or 7. Yes. And that's me doing a slappy about two years ago on Lipstick um, flew me to SF at the J- James Herman. You know, downtown SF, those curbs? Yep. Yep. That's down. It's pretty high, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 had, I had a little trouble getting on that slappy, but, that awesome. <laughs> but I did it.
0: um I think. Oh, um, and I
3: got fucking Coco, China Banks.
0: Ooh. Julian HP.
3: Yes. That's a big one. And Bryce sent me that one. To class.
0: That Julian is Tobin or no?
3: Yeah, Tobin, Tobin, Bryce.
0: Yeah, that Bryce one's the opening centerfold, right? For your interview?
3: Yeah. There's
0: the guy holding the
3: sign. Yeah, we'll work for food. <laughs> yeah. He used to looks like Nick Nolte. <laughs> that's what we used to call him. Wheatberry said he saw that guy still so alive.
0: What do you think about Wheatberry and Noah doing this uh, angel dust zine?
3: I didn't know Noah was in on it, but that's cool. Wheatberry, is he coming by the mag? Is he doing it through Thrasher? or what? No,
0: no they do it on their own. I don't know how. I'm like blown away that they're pulling this off.
3: Me, too, because <laughs> we texted me or DM me He's like, yeah, I got the rights from Trasher to do Angel Dust. And I figured I didn't know. I thought you guys were helping him or something.
0: I don't think so. I haven't There's talked to
3: Tony. Oh, sent me.
0: Oh, that's that's bad. one of my
3: favorite pictures.
0: No, that one's killer. Yeah, I'm
3: like, I don't know how I came down on that. <laughs> it's like I'm running out of room. <laughs>
0: There's one that's <laughs> like that of you that you're skating a quarter pipe in front of somebody's house, like in a driveway. Yeah, and you're like fully. Oh, st- that crazy
3: Smith grinder, I'm all pretzeled up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah, one.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: that wow, one's good. And dude, do you remember skating Redding uh, indoor? There was like I a so ramp. I love
3: going up there for the mini ramp and Bert ramp. Yep. He
0: skated there with you in the snow one time. Like you just happened to be up there, and we came up to skate it, and you were there when it was snowing outside. We're like, "What the?
3: F-? Dude, I drove up there with uh, Mark Waters, rest in peace, and Jason wow. Lee, and Jason Lee and Jim Sebo before a random crew. Really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Rosecrans I went up there with one time. We do. We used to drive four hours to skate. The only thing there was to skate. There's ramp back then. Yeah, you know now there's skate parks everywhere. everywhere.
0: Yeah, they're you like you drove forty five minutes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking go to any. There's too many skate parks. I don't even care. It was weird to say, but I don't even go to. Yeah,
0: them. it got watered there's down. <laughs> a lot of them are not that good too. So it's just like that. Nah. I'd rather
3: uh, just get a fucking quarter pipe. <laughs>
0: apparently, we're getting Noah Peacock to do an interview um, but, for the podcast for me.
3: I thought you said you were doing Noah last week or something. I
0: thought we were, but it, it, I think it got pushed to this coming week.
3: How often do you do this?
0: I try to do it once a week.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. How long have you been doing it? Talking Schmidt, right? Yeah. Sorry, I don't, no disrespect, but I've never Googled it. I, I want to see it now. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's 155.
3: Awesome. So I got I could just binge watch it.
0: Well, the most of them were audio and I only started doing Zoom because when the pandemic hit, I couldn't oh. do them in person anymore. I used oh. to do them in person just with a microphone. Oh right on. So you just listen to them like on car rides or whatever.
3: Okay. But, but yeah. see, these are cool. did uh, Jake used to do something like this?
0: Yeah, that's how I got the ideas. I was helping Jake do Thrasher Radio, and then I was like, I think I could do this too. And then Jake died, and I was like, Well, do you
3: work at Do you work at Thrasher?
0: I work for them, but not at it. They since pandemic, I've just been working from home.
3: That's a sweet deal. Cool.
0: I talked to Black Art uh, yesterday. He calls me. He's like, "You at work?" And I was like, "Nah, dude, I haven't been there for two years." He's like, "Why don't you ask for a bonus, too? You lazy ass! You're working from home." <laughs> I was just laughing my ass off the whole phone call. Yeah. He's just—he's railing me instantly, just like, Wah. "But yeah, they—they <laughs> they just, you know, they didn't want to take any chances with like all the people getting sick and whatever." So, I, cool.
3: yeah. I what's, just took- your t- what's your title at Thrasher?
0: I guess I'm just like senior videographer now. I just yeah videographer yeah. I'm just doing like a lot of editing. We'll you know film still and stuff, but like a lot of editing.
3: And Michael Burnett's the editor. He took Jake's spot. Yeah. Does he go to the mag every day? Does he live in San Francisco? No, he's (laughs)
0: he's in San Diego.
3: Okay, so that's cool. So people just get paid and don't even have to go to work.
0: Yeah, I mean the whole the whole thing's running like that 500th issue was the thickest one we've ever put out. And so
3: I know that was an awesome one. And somehow
0: they got Jeff Grosso on the cover after he died. Like
3: this thing, I got this one.
0: Yeah. That's the thickest one we've ever done.
3: Is it? Yeah. It feels pretty fucking thick.
0: The most pages for sure.
3: Yeah. This was a good mag, man. I think i I got a picture in it too.
0: Yeah, I think so.
3: Yep, in insane terrain.
0: The, I think this is the newest one. The Succi Skater of the Year.
3: Oh, cool! I don't have that one yet.
0: Yeah, I'll probably be coming this week. Or...
3: Yep, here I am. Yes. <laughs> oh, still on the mag, man. How, when was my first photo? Eighty seven.
0: What was it?
3: Dude, I guess ads don't count, right? Yeah, so, I they do. Okay. <laughs> was it a
0: concrete my jungle?
3: First, my or? first one was a concrete jungle ad, then. Yeah. Which, the, the board slide down the hub in Portland.
0: Okay. 80 and then you also had a hurricane, right?
3: I had a hurricane pitcher and thrasher when I won the NSA contest in Reading. Yeah, down a Little Plastic the, uh, yeah,
0: really. the yeah. double yeah. yeah, okay, that's what it was, right? Yep, sweet. Well, hey, anyway, do you got a story about meeting Noah for the first time?
3: Um, god damn, how did I meet Noah? Probably like me as Sean Martin skating the jump ramps at Golden Gate Park. Noah Peacock probably had his little fanny pack with his prototype, and you know, we all were stoners, so we hooked up and hung out ever since. I don't know. Bonco.
0: And how did you end up move? You moved from I know, Tommy's? I don't know how
3: that happened. I lived at Tommy's and then I moved from Tommy's to uh, with Rick Rozart and Mike Johnson in the Mission. I lived there for a while.
0: You, w- you lived with Uncle Burley? Yeah. Wow.
3: And, yeah, and Pusshead no, Pusshead lived there before me. Yeah, I lived with Uncle Burley and Mike Johnson for a while. Yeah. Rick used to play heavy metal music in his room like and i just hear the fucking razor blade and poke, like, all fucking.
0: <laughs> he's got the gnarliest record collection of anyone
3: <laughs> yeah he's a fucking rocker or what is <laughs> it death metal or whatever I,
0: yeah insane
3: <laughs> and yeah then i moved i think um noah had a room at his house and it was like super cheap it was like you could pay three hundred dollars or pay like three fifty with meals so I get the home cooking and shit, you know. And so I lived there for a few years. Yeah. Did did like, you
0: uh, see did you go down to the guitar shop, see what they were doing down there?
3: Well, I used to go over there because Noah worked with his dad, you know. I mean that Peacock music, that shit's gone though.
0: Yeah, it's gone. But he knew how to like make guitars from scratch, right?
3: No, Noah was like
0: The Apprentice. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I've, no, I think Noah was one of the first guys I ever met from the city. Like we knew him. That's how we came over that one time, because Noah's cousin went to school with my good friend in the peninsula. Oh,
3: yeah. Noah's cousin. What's his uh, name? Nick. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he went to Sarah with my friend Eric, who had a vert ramp in his backyard. And so there was like the rumblings. Like Nick would talk to Noah and be like, "Oh, my friend's got a ramp." And skating was still small back then, so it was just like, "Let's all hang." Like, "Let's smoke yeah, weed." Okay, did. yeah, yeah. Remember
3: looking out the window when you heard a skateboard go by? Oh, now yeah. you're just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, it's a longboard. You know? Yeah. I know every skater in Portland. Like every fucking suburb, the skaters from there. Yeah. Oh. Washington, Seattle, fucking from, yeah, we knew, you know, it would be like Eugene contest, Seattle contest, Portland contest. We'd all be meet up. It was like, right. So you know, there's fucking, I remember being one of the first like 12 people in the world that could do kickflips. Right. You know? Nowadays, it's like if kids don't learn to kickflip their second week, they probably quit. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you guys have
0: those like Uno wheels up there and the and the motorized skateboards and everything?
3: I see some weird shit. I don't even know what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. The city's got tons of it. We have scooters that like you don't need to take the bus anymore because there's scooters everywhere that you could just like and get on and go wherever you need to go. Here's
3: your credit card?
0: It's like an app.
3: Yeah, they have those here too. They yes, have scooters and bikes. It's called like. Nice ride or some I shit. I
0: can't even imagine having those in our bar days, man. I keep being like, oh, be
3: around
1: the
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we totally would have had like sh- crash that crash out. Well, dude, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it.
3: No, it's good to talk to you, brother.
0: What's a good song we can play on the way out of here?
3: Um, ACDC ride on. Yeah, I, I know
0: that one. <laughs> I got a
3: tattoo yeah.
0: right here. <laughs> oh, sick, dude. Hey, man, I'm proud of you. I'm glad things are doing good and stuff and keeping it going.
3: Hell yeah, you got my number, man. Call me anytime.
0: Yeah, same, same.
3: Next time, I, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Next time I visit, we'll go fucking skate or whatever. Yep. Well, say hi to anybody that I know.
0: I will, dude. Take care and I'll send you a link so you can see uh, some of these past ones. There might be a couple that you might enjoy. Thank you. Big. love, Danny. All right. Take care day.
2: All right, brother. And another, <laughs> another lonely town. But I ain't too young to worry. mind too old to cry. When a woman gets me down, got another empty bottle mm, in another empty bed. Ain't too young to admit it. Now I'm not too old to lie, I'm just another empty head. The road, thumb in the air. What are these?